Um, <clears throat> so it is eight o'clock, so we are ready to get started. Um, I will introduce myself again <laughs> in case the recording wasn't happening. Um, I'm Misty Hard. This is Matt Hard. Um, and we are your hosts today, and we're super excited to host week five of boot camp. So um yeah, welcome back from uh <laughs> what hopefully was a relaxing weekend for you guys. Um we uh Oops didn't uh, get a chance to relax in the way that some people do. You know, when you think about Labor Day weekend, you know, the, the possibilities are endless. Like maybe you're going to do something uh, as a, like a way to, to celebrate that longer weekend with family, get some extra rest, mini vacation. I saw in the, in the pre-party, there were lots of people that did so many great things. And uh, maybe you, you did a bedroom remodel while the, the rest of your house is off limits. If, I mean, so we're going to start out with a little bit of a story, and this is kind of an interesting story, and some of you might relate. So essentially, I decided that we needed to redo our bedroom. Sure. Um, we are getting new flooring, which we'll talk about. Super exciting. And so I was like, okay, we should we should just redo our bedroom. We lived in this house for 11 years. We built it. We haven't changed anything in our bedroom. Everything else has been changed. So I'm like, all right, we're, we're and I'm like, change. it works fine. The bedroom we sleep. There's it's great. Bed. Everything, nothing's broken. It works fine. Uh, and that's whoops. That's because I don't know how to run this thing. That's because I don't. Yeah. You know, Matt has no vision. So when he is trying to picture things. He doesn't have great spatial awareness. Um, and he really needs the visual like diagram of things. Right. And when it comes to like, you know, painting a room or whatever, everything that they do is with really, really small pieces. Uh, and I'm supposed to get the vision from that. So there is just, you know, the little piece of paint and I'm like, oh, well, it looks like it's not going to be enough for our walls. So I don't know if that's going to work for me. Or, you know, that the little carpet swatch, like not, it never works for me. I can't see it. I am clearly like this little baby with questions all over on the ground. And then there's my wife. And I have a vision always. And so this is an example of my vision. I know what the walls are going to look like. I know what the furniture is going to look like. So essentially I had everything all planned out. Luckily he just kind of goes with it, but I was like, okay, A or B. And so we came up with this plan to redo our bedroom and I started painting and doing all of the things. Um, and in the middle of it, we're also having the flooring and an, our entire house redone. So this is kind of what the reality was. Right. Your great vision, my lack of vision, and here it is. So, I mean, you can tell it looks just like Pinterest. Um, exactly. Everything uh, turns out exactly as you might expect. So how, exactly. did, how did we get here? Uh, it's a great, you have a lack of vision, a visionary, and then we end up in this spot. So uh, about a month ago, we had a dream lunch and uh, we had some A goal, B goal, and C goal discussions and flooring came up. And I get really excited about like who I want on my actual ship that I, I want to ship. Like that's a seagull, but Ship. Yeah, ship. Um, mm -hmm. and, but, you know, for you, it's like flooring is a big deal. And so I was like, okay, I can tell that flooring is important to you. And um, so I decided to go into action. I have no handy uh, 
skills at all. Uh, she owns most of the tools in the house. And I went down to the flooring store though, because I can do that. And I know how to like purchase things because I've been doing that my whole life. And I said, okay, I need an estimate. Can you tell me, here's how big my house is. How much is an estimate? And uh, they said, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. We, we have to have somebody come in, look at your floors, do some measuring. Um, so even the part where I'm hiring it out, I'm like, already over my head like I okay like well what are some floor options I I don't know so um but keep in I, mind he's trying to keep this a secret from me because he wants to surprise me but he didn't really think about the fact that like somebody's got to pick out the flooring yeah so you cannot surprise somebody with flooring if any of you guys are out there right now thinking that a flooring surprise could happen it it cannot happen so um but uh, yeah. Even though it was scary, I at least got to the point where I started the process, got people to come into our house and let you know that it was happening. And um, yep. yeah, I'm very glad that you consulted the experts on this because it could have gone terribly wrong, but you got the process rolling, which I was super excited about. He's terrible at keeping secrets. So literally about two seconds in, he told me what was happening. So I was excited about that. So that was good. And, you know, I, I knew you were excited. So my goal was to try to take your vision, which I had none of, and try and help turn it into a reality. So uh, he definitely can't see the whole picture. So I'm super excited that he trusts me. So I started with a bed frame and I was like, okay, this is kind of the feel I want. Started looking on Pinterest, kind of started pinning. All of those pictures were from my pinning and all of that, you know, and then I was like, okay, which bed do you like? We found a bed. Of course it's out of stock, found it somewhere else. We ordered it also out of stock after they took my money and got me all excited about the bed frame. So anyway, um, then I, was kind of like, okay, here's some things. We got things going. Luckily, like I said, he trusts me and he just kind of let me roll with it. He knows that I have a good eye for this. Oh, also we've been building this relationship for 28 years. So he's learned, I don't know if it's to trust me or just to do what I tell him, I mean, but either way, it works great for me. So it's about anyway, so because we were able to, um, install, install some new flooring in the whole house, um, we probably should talk about the income disclosure statement. So, um, <laughs> We're kind of a hot mess this morning, so sorry about that. Um, okay, so here is the income disclosure statement, and I'm going to read this beautiful little thing. Optivia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optivia results from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, and comp competence and leadership. So All right. now... Let's get down to business. Now that you heard all about our beautiful, uh, exciting weekend, um, let's talk a little bit about why you're all here. You're really not here to talk about our flooring um, and our debacles. So let's get going. Um, so we're going to recap uh, the past couple of boot camps. Um, those of you that are still here are absolute rock stars. Um, usually when we do things like that, we've got a huge number at the beginning and then people kind of have other things to do. But you guys are putting your business at the front. You are doing the things. And so congratulations on being here. And if you're catching it on the recording, good for you too. Um, <laughs> hopefully you didn't just stop listening once we started talking. <laughs> okay, so uh, back if you can remember to week one, it was all 
all about finding your why, defining what health coaching uh, practice would look like for you, like how big of a practice do you want, and uh, figuring out who you want on your ship list. Yeah, fill that boat. Go to find all of the people that you want to talk with, that you want to do this life with. And so hopefully you went out um, and you found all of the people to help. Um, and you talked about um, those effective daily actions. So week two was about finding the people to help, to health, um, finding clients, um, looking around for people that definitely need what we have to offer. Absolutely. Week three was all about great client support. So you found the people that you're starting to uh, go on this voyage with and making sure that they get everything that they need to have a successful start. Yes. Um, and then week four was sponsoring mindset. So how did you, oh, I forgot to grab my notes. How did you um, do with those action steps? So the first action step was, and I did a slide for this, I think. <laughs> nope. Just kidding. Don't look at that yet. So the first action step was to post a summer meltdown challenge, or it was the summer meltdown challenge. And then we switched months. And so now it's the sugar shot. So in the chat, put a five. If you went out and did that. Oh, lots of fives. Or even took Good. other people Ooh, with you. Coach. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, lots of fives, five, oh, five, 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 five. Good. That is actually the reason that we came to coaching um, was because of a sugar shot. So our mentor said, go do a sugar shot. And we were like, okay, uh, we didn't really even know what it was. And here we are. And we have helped a ton of people. So good for you. Um, how many conversations did you start um, about coaching? coaching? Talking, doing those coach explorers, letting four or five. Yeah. Good. The goal was seven. So hopefully you got at least seven. We started a whole bunch. Um, in fact, Matt was um chatting with a uh, a mortgage guy and did a semi-coach explorer with that's <laughs> true. Mortgage guy. So anyway, good. And then the last action step was following up with people that you've already talked to about coaching. Um, people who ghosted you, people who were flat out no's. Don't ever get discouraged by those no's. We were a no 14 times, 13, 14 times. Finally, he said, yes, I still said no, here we are. So I at least listened to him on that. Um, how many people went and found those not yet? So keep asking those people. Hopefully you reached out to all of those people. Absolutely. So today we are building on all of that and we're going to focus on the best way to launch those new people. So as you start to get those yeses, how do we get those new coaches on their journey and make it as enjoyable and successful as possible? We want everyone here to add no, new coaches and find success and impact that they're looking for and hopefully be able to catch the vision for what coaching can look like for them based on their goals. Yeah. And so um, the first thing that we're kind of kind of talk about is that timeline for the new coaches. So there we call this the golden hour. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but day one, we want them to order their kit. Day two, meet the mentors. And we're going to give you details on all of these things. Um, and then those training health assessments, we want to make sure that we get those set up preferably within the first 48 hours. We're going to give you tons of details, your grand opening, your launch. Ours was that sugar shot that we accidentally posted, um, how to follow up, 
And then day seven in the coaching timeline is um, how to begin branding. And this is all from that new coach document, which we're also going to go over. So to get us started, um, our first uh, amazing presenters um, with us today are Bobby and Chad Williams. And so they are going to teach us the art of the meet and greet. So go ahead, guys, take it away. Thank you guys. And I'm just going to start out with a little warning. Hopefully Ashley Sullivan is on with us today. She has been known to have to translate for me. I'm from the South, hence my Southern accent. And she's up in the Northern New England States. And we have done numerous celebration calls where she's had to translate for me, especially when I say why. And so we actually had somebody on a celebration call that thought I said wine and I was giving them permission to have wine on the program. So if you guys do not understand what I'm saying, pop it in the chat and I'm going to ask Ashley if you can just clarify anything for anybody. And I'm Bobby Williams. And I'm Chad Williams. And we're going to talk about the meet and greet today. So what is the meet and greet? It's a great time to develop that trust and relationship with a new coach and the FIBIC. On this call, we're getting to know the coach as they're getting to know us as well. Many of you may have heard this before. It comes from the book, Speed of Trust. We are making deposits in their trust bank so that down the road, when we need to make a withdrawal, that trust will be there and we are not starting in the negative. Now, with a meet and greet, it may need to be a little fluid, one thing that the sponsoring coach needs to take ownership of is dripping that coaching as you're doing those check-in calls. Inviting them to explore what coaching could look like for them is said that most clients will start coaching within the first two months of starting the program. And I wanna share a story that happened to us this week. So I have a coach that's down line who's not on Facebook and I happened to notice that he had added a client. And I looked her up on Facebook and we happened to be mutual friends. So I reached out to that client and got her into the support group and ours is Opera Health. We have lots of them on here. And then we got on a celebration call shortly after. And I encouraged her to live her journey out loud. And she did an accountability post. And what she discovered after she did that, she had a lot of interaction of people asking her, what are you doing? What program? All the things. But what she found was she had several friends that had done Optavia or had friends that had done Optavia and all of them had had success. Now, this client had been struggling with her weight for years and all of her friends had known that. And she was so mad that they did not share this. So we talked about it and she decided right then and there that she was going to coach and she was going to share this because she found something that worked. So definitely encourage your clients and your coaches, if they're not living it out loud, to live it out loud. You definitely don't want your friends mad at you. <laughs> yeah. So the, um, the ideal timeline for setting up a meet and greet. So the first thing you're going to do that one week, you're going to do the celebration call at that one week. Don't forget about the five week celebration call. Super important. Yes. And then within the first two months, try to move into a coach explorer. Um, ideally, that will begin with some training calls, maybe after their initial interest with an accountability pose or the sugar shot. Um, then after they purchase a coach's kit, you're going to try to set up that meeting greet within the first 24 to 48 hours. And now here's where a little flexibility is going to need to come into play. 
Now, if you guys have just come off a celebration call or even a coach explorer, there's no real need to hop right on another call. So, and then another scenario that may happen. So say you do a coach explorer, you have a client that has a, or a coach that has a client already lined up. Somebody's going to coach their mom. And now you start moving into training health assessments right after that coach explorer. And you're not really moving in action with getting those training health assessments on. This is a good way to utilize that meet and greet and get them into action. And this way you can um, find, give them some action steps to kind of move them to the next step. And sometimes people may be held up with something that they may have done um, or maybe just don't quite understand the next step or maybe they're not comfortable. So on this call, we can kind of talk about the next steps and help them move forward. And another scenario where the meet and greet may not be appropriate to use is say you have somebody that did that sugar shot and has a lot of interaction and they have a lot of training health assessments lined up already and they sign up as a coach, they have their first client. We don't want that meet and greet to slow down that momentum. So if they're in momentum and moving forward with training health assessments, that might not be a good time to set that call up because like I said, we don't want to overwhelm that new coach or slow that progress down. And if you're the sponsoring coach and you're not quite sure if you should set that call up, just ask your FIBIC and let them know kind of what the situation that's going on. And they're going to give you the best advice on how to move forward. And if they are lining up those training calls already, that meet and greet may just turn into a senior coach celebration call by the end of the week. So keep them in motion and keep them going. So when you're setting up that call, you're just going to go in the system. It's under starting a new coach. It just it walks you through it very easily. You're going to create that three-way thread on Facebook Messenger if you don't already have one. And then all you're going to do is copy and paste, edit the script if it's needed, and it's very simple. And now these calls are usually set up between the sponsoring coach or the new coach, the sponsoring coach, and the FIBIC. Sometimes, depending on how um, what rank that sponsoring coach is, we may need to pull in another executive director if they're in that line. Um, and that's going to help with those training health assessments, because with the training health assessments, we ask executive directors or above to do those training calls. So that way, those like sponsoring coaches that may not have hit executive director can focus on growing their business while we are helping that new coach kind of grow up to um, doing those training health assessments. And another reason we ask that executive director that may be in that mentorship line to hop on that meet and greet with us is to kind of introduce that executive director to that new coach. So that way, if they hop on any of those calls, the training calls with that new coach, they're more comfortable than having some random person kind of hopping on those calls with them. And just to give you kind of an idea of what that may look like. So say you have your new coach, the sponsoring coach will just say is like in a manager level. There's an executive director, and then there's a FIBIC. We may pull this executive director in on that call. Again, it's just an introduction to that new coach as their mentorship line so that they are just a little bit more comfortable um, when we do those practice calls. And now prior to this call, one thing that is super helpful for that sponsoring coach to um, send to that FIBIC is a little background on that new coach. What is their why? 
can't with him. <laughs> Hope Ashley's in the chat if you need to clarify anything. Um, but if you're not sure what that new coach's why is, that's perfectly fine. But send that FIBIC why you think they're going to be a great coach or what do you think coaching could benefit or how do you think coaching could benefit that, that new coach, whether it's going to be that accountability, the impact or finances. So when you, when you start the call, the coach, the sponsoring coach needs to really build up that FIBIC. You want to make them a big deal. You want them, you want the coach left wanting to know more. We also want them to know we're here to help support them and guide them through this. Then we as the FIBIC are going to edify that sponsoring coach. So just to clarify the difference between the coach explorer and the meet and greet, the coach explorer is geared more for information, whereas the meet and greet is to provide action steps for that coach. And now once those introductions are done, that sponsoring coach is going to put themselves on mute and listen to the call, but be engaged on that call. That's going to show that new coach that you are invested in them and that you want them to succeed. Take notes because you as the sponsoring coach are hopefully going to be leading this call one day as the FIBIC in the near future. So as the FIBIC, let them take the lead. I know it's going to be hard because we all want to add value to these calls, but let that FIBIC take the lead. And that FIBIC knows where they want that conversation to go. And if the call's interrupted, it's hard for that FIBIC to get that conversation to move back in the direction that they wanted it to go. So now remember, on these calls, listen, take notes. I still learn on these calls three years down the road from my mentor, Sarah. There's always some value that you can take note from and learn from the future. And also just remember that these calls may need to be a little flexible. Ideally, we try to set these up within 24 to 48 hours of purchasing your coach's kit. But if you're unsure, just drop a question in your business thread. That way, and let your know what's going on. Just try to keep them in the loop. And just to leave you guys with a statement that we learned from a recent leadership training that we did. The person with the most flexibility is going to stand the best possible chance of success. Now, the meet and greet, like we said, may need to be a little flexible, a little fluid. If you're ever concerned or don't really know if you should do it or not, just ask that mentorship line and they're going to let you know. And next up, we have the amazing Krista Ortego. She's going to take over and talk about the new coach document. Oh. Hi, everyone. Happy Saturday. Okay. Um, I want to get started. I just literally can't see. <laughs> so I'm going to be sharing some things on here and I need to find my glasses really quick. Um, sorry, this is like really awkward. I'm just trying to look for them really quick. Um, I need to see what I'm going to show you guys. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> They're on my head. <laughs> Go figure. Um, okay. Hi guys. I'm Krista Ortigo. I've been coaching a little over a year and a half, and that was just an inside to my life. Um, I'm that crazy mama who is, you know, yelling for my keys and they're in my hand or, um, you know, stressing out the house. Where's my phone? And it's in the back of my pocket. So I don't know if there's anybody else on here that's like that. Um, oh, you can relate Rhonda. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but you know, I'm just here to tell you, you're going to be fine. 
everything is going to be fine. Deep breath. If I can do this, so many of you can as well. Um, I'm here to show, you know, and expose this hidden gem that I didn't even realize was in the system. Okay. So many of us have heard the system. If you have not yet heard the system, you are, um, you're going to be given such a gift. You know, so many of us can gloss over a lot of information when we are beginning to coach. I know for me, I started coaching as a full-time educator at a behavior alternative school, wild days. I loved it. Um, then I got promoted to an instructional leader slash testing coordinator. Coaching came at what I thought the most inconvenient time of my life, but I needed it more than I ever thought. I needed it for accountability more than anything. Um, I was already a person of impact, but I never knew the kind of impact I could have when I stepped into coaching. So I want to be able to share this hidden gem. Um, if you're someone who already knows what this document is in the system and you're kind of a type A personality and you've kind of highlighted things and you've read all of the, um, the links in there, I'm just bowing down to you right now because I'm not that person. Um, but before I pull that up on a screen share, I also just want to say a little real talk right now. You know, if maybe you're that kind of person, you don't really like to be told what to do. You know, maybe you have a thought like, I don't want a boss. I'm just here to tell you, you don't have a boss whatsoever. You are your own boss. And that's what makes this so incredible. You can help one person, you can help five, you can help 50, you can help 500, you can even help 5,000 people. But what I found was in this tribe that we're in, in this amazing organization, what we do for one person, we wanna do for, um, for 5,000. You know, It's the same thing, rinse and repeat, we want it to be duplicable, not to take the relationship out, but just to make it as efficient as possible to impact, you know, as many people as you want to. So trust your mentors. They're looking out for your best interest. You know, some people touched on a little bit of the timeline of how things should be mapped out when you become a coach. They're pulling that from what we call the coaching document that is in the system. So I would love to share that. Um, and this is why I want to show you. You know, um, there have been some incredible businesses that have impacted so many people and it's really been streamlined for us, um, which is really, really exciting. You know, it's a gift that our mentors have given. So I I'm just curious, you know, um, and I've always wanted to do this too. So um, excuse the corniness, but put a three in the chat. If you know about the coaching document that is in the system. Okay, that's going really fast. So I kind of feel inadequate. <laughs> awesome, super excited for you guys. Okay, now the three is still going. Okay, I'm gonna level up to be like you all. Put a two in the chat if you know it's there, but you haven't really looked at it. You haven't really looked at it. You know the coaching document is there. Okay, Gloria, Kate, Mackenzie, Lori, awesome. Put a one in the chat if you have no idea what I'm talking about. You just have no clue. Not really sure. And that's okay. That is okay. All right. I'm going to show it to y'all guys real quick. Screen share. First time in my life doing this. Growth mindset. Here we go. And doing this. 
thumbs up if you can see the system. Oh my gosh, awesome, I did it. Okay, so coaching document, the new coach document is in the system. The system has been revamped. And can I just, can I just say, our mentors are so incredible. The system itself wasn't even provided to us um, is what I'm hearing from my mentors a few years ago. I stepped into coaching and I had the system, which I can't imagine not having it. But a couple months ago, they added a few new features that were amazing. So if you see right here, it'll say, if you are a new coach, please begin by referencing our new coach document. So I'm going to click on that. And it's all here for you. I kind of call it like the baby system. You know, as a new coach, you're getting that coaching kit. You're super excited. You're super pumped up, but nervous, a little apprehensive, a little skeptical, really not sure what's going to happen next. And here in the coaching document, it's laid out for you. You know, it's really on the job training. You order your coaching kit, number one. Number two, you watch the short video to get you off to the best start. It's five minutes long. Watch it in the car. Watch it when you're taking a bath. Watch it when your kids are down. Um, can I be real transparent? I'm just going to be transparent. I watched it for the first time a couple of days ago. It wasn't anything I didn't know, but I will just tell you, it's never too late to continue to learn. And it's a phenomenal video. Um, it's laid out by an incredible mentor and she goes through the steps when you are first starting to coach. Number three, you're connecting with your mentorship via zoom. You're seeing people on the zoom that are going to have your back. And they're going to look out for you. Then you're setting up those health, um, those training health assessments. And somebody else, after I speak, will kind of go into the details of that. As we continue through the coaching document, the ideal timeline, you know, day one, again, ordering your kit, day two, meeting your mentors, day two to day five, you're setting up and completing those trainings. D around day five, you're launching. You know, this is a wild time. This is a time where people might be asking and inquiring and your mentors are going to have your back. They're going to be another set of eyes for you. And then day six, you're following up on your posts. It can kind of be busy. It can kind of be messy, but it's a really exciting time. And I like to call it the wave. So just ride the wave. And then day seven, begin branding. I know there's going to be some action steps given to you at the end of this call. But I just really want to encourage you, if there's something you see here on this coaching document that you're just not really sure, you might be on day two, or you might be on day six, I encourage you, go back to your business thread and ask your mentors, raise your hand and ask them, okay, I didn't really understand this part. Can you explain this to me? Watch your mentors show up for you. That's what, they, that's what they're here for. I'll just tell you right now, I feel no guilt. <laughs> <laughs> when I go to my business thread, because I know that's what my mentors are there for. They're there to show up for me. And I'm going to ask the questions over and over. As we continue to go down the coaching document, it has the health assessment. Guys, we are not throwing spaghetti at the wall. We are not needing to reinvent the wheel. There is actual verbiage that we can put our finger on, we can copy and paste, and it's all there for us. So if you see the health assessment right now, you know, it says make a list of 10 to 12 people. And it actually, actually gives you verbiage on what you can say to them to help you with your training. As you continue to scroll down, it even gives you the how to follow up after you've done the health assessment. You know, we're not just saying, hey, you ready to order? 
for asking. You know, I hope you had an opportunity to check out the client support page, maybe even try a recipe or two. Are you enjoying the page? Did you have any questions? You know, I know we talked last time. Um, let's get you there sooner than later. The verbiage is right there for you. As we continue to scroll through this document, there are some incredible, incredible resources. I'm going to tell you right now, you could be coaching for the first day. You could be on day 30. You could be on year seven. These resources are going to follow you all throughout your coaching journey. So don't feel like you have to know everything right away, but be encouraged that it's there for you. So you have a full link to the system. Again, you don't have to know everything about it. Mentors are going to walk you step by step. You have the power hours. If that's the first time you've heard of that word, just get ready. Power hours build businesses, and they're so fun. As you continue to scroll down, you'll see other incredible resources about beginning branding, the branding basics video, deciding whether you want this to be hobby, part-time, or a full-time business. Anyone is perfectly fine. And lastly, as you continue to scroll down, transferring interested people to the phone. It gives you the exact verbiage of what to say when people are asking about program. So this document right here, this hidden gem um, that I honestly glossed over, and it looks like there's some of you who are kind of in that same boat. I just really encourage you to go to this, look through it, but don't do it alone. If you have any questions about it, ask your mentor. There are they are going to walk you through step by step. Um, you know, I just want to leave with, you know, we all bought the same coaching kit, one ninety nine to start the business. Um, we're all here for different reasons to coach. I honestly do not know where I would be without coaching in my own health. Um, I want to encourage you as we are listening in on these boot camps and as we are going into our coaching journey, not only are we wanting to impact people with their health, but I really want to encourage you to open your eyes to see who could be partners with you in coaching because you are gonna set them up for success with all of the resources that we have. You might be a first day coach and wonder, how can I coach another coach? You won't be doing it alone. Your mentors will be there with you to guide you step-by-step. Step. You know, I don't know about you, but with the accelerator bonus and everything that's coming in, it's pretty phenomenal. And I'll just tell you, you might not, you might not need the income. You might not need the income, you might be fine but there's somebody out there possibly that could have their program paid for. They could use the minimum of $5,000 by the end of December and use that for their family. How amazing would it be to impact somebody's life and say, you know what, go buy um, my gifts for your family, give it to a local church. You know, maybe the choir could need this, you know, maybe your next door neighbor is struggling. Really keep your heart open and your eyes open. You know, I'm so grateful for our mentors who have laid out exactly what we need to do. You know, for the beginning of your coaching journey, you know, they're going to set the pace, you know, but after that, you can set whatever pace that you want. So thank you for letting me chat with you guys and kind of share a little bit what was on my heart and just allowing me to be transparent and saying that I've been coaching for a little over a year and a half and um, I didn't see this document. So I encourage you. You know, coming up next, we have um, another incredible educator, 
and she is the queen at training health assessments and getting coaches up and running. So I have my notebook out and I promise by the end of this call, it's going to be all filled out. I can't wait to hear from Lisa. Hi everyone. I'm Lisa Burns and it is a privilege to be here with you today. I don't know if you're aware of this, but one third of the people who started this boot camp have fallen off already and they're not here today. So I, I'm extremely proud of all of you for being rock stars and putting in the effort. And I'm going to take you back to 1987 to five-year-old Lisa. I grew up in a family of four kids. I have three older brothers. So you can imagine whenever it was time to go places, we had to be self-sufficient and get ourselves ready to leave. And there was one day in particular, I remember my mom telling me it was time to go to grandma's house. Well, that was one of my most favorite places to go in the whole wide world. So I skipped off to the hallway. I picked up my white tennis shoes. They had light pink on the toes, a little bit of light pink on the heel, and they had sparkles in the shoelaces. I slipped my feet into my shoes and I climbed up onto the table and I sat on the edge and my legs were just hanging, kind of swinging back and forth. And my shoelaces were dangling by the sides because I didn't know how to tie my shoes yet, so I couldn't really get myself ready to go. My mom, being the very patient, kind, loving woman she is, came over, and she bent down and got eye level with me, and she tied my shoe. She showed me how to cross over, make the loop, go around, come through, and tie it into a bow. Now, that was not the first time my mom had ever shown me how to tie my shoes or the first time I saw it. But for whatever reason, that was the day I learned how to tie my shoes. Now, it, it was a really rocky start. It wasn't easy, but with more practice and the more I did it, I got better. I got more confident with my skills and I was efficient with what I was doing. And I can still tie my shoes to this day. And pretty cool. I've been able to teach my kids how to do that as well. And learning how to do that is so much like a health assessment because the more we do it, the better we're going to get at it. So it's kind of funny how I used to be a teacher. I taught for 17 years and coaching is a lot like teaching. And we're going to talk about the training health assessments today because everybody who becomes a coach gets the same exact training, which is absolutely amazing. So there was a lady, um, an education consultant, consultant, her name is Anita Archer, and she had a philosophy of explicit instruction where I do, we do, you do. And it's a great way to pass along skills. And that is exactly how we train new coaches with an HA. I know Bobby already mentioned that the ED of the team is going to be the lead. And I love this model because it's freeing up the time for you to grow so you can grow your business to the ED level because we all know that's where the sweet spot is. So pretend that I am the ED for your team and you sign up a new coach or maybe you're a new coach because I know we have a lot of new coaches on this call. We're gonna follow Anita's little method. And so the new coach is going to set up six training health assessments. It can be with whoever is willing to jump on the phone they don't necessarily need program. Anyone who's just willing to help them, a mom, a dad, sisters, brothers, friends, aunts, and uncles. So I'm going to start the process by leading two health assessments while the new coach listens in and takes notes. 
The next two we are going to do together. The new coach is going to ask the questions because honestly, that's the super easy part. It's not very stressful. And as the ED, I will explain the program. And then for the last two health, training health assessments, the new coach is going to lead those all by themselves. And please know when the ED is listening in on the other line, we are not there to judge. We are not there to critique. It is simply for support. And if you get in a pickle and need help with questions, we're there to answer. Because I know when I started out, I had no idea how to do a health assessment. My coach didn't know how to do a health assessment. Hers didn't. We had to be shown the way. And now at the ED level is where you start to gain confidence. And that confidence is contagious. So we want to pass that along to all new coaches so they are comfortable in their skills with that health assessment. And the reason why we don't just give them a health, ass the health assessment, say, here, you know, go talk to people, figure it out, is because we want to make sure all of the parts are covered embarrassing, but when I started, there was a big piece of the health assessment. I mean, I'm talking big piece that I missed, and I probably didn't know it was there for about a year, and I've been coaching for almost two years now. At the very end of the health assessment, it talks about you're going to get great results on program and your friends are going to want to know what you're doing. So we can either coach them together or I can coach them, but you're planting the seed of coaching at that time. And I missed it for a full year. So I want to make sure, and all of our mentors want to make sure that all coaches see every single part of that health assessment. And we want to model how that health assessment is not about us. It's all about the person on the other end of that phone. So we want to model how to ask the questions and be quiet and listen. We get 90 seconds to share our story, but the rest is all about the person on that phone. We also want to help new coaches to make sure that the people we do health assessments with get added to our client support pages, because you and I both know those pages are amazing. And whether someone wants to start program, they're on the fence. A lot of times just being in our awesome, positive community, people are ready to join because they want to be a part of it. And they see that program works for so many people on different levels. And a beautiful thing about our model is everybody gets the exact same training. And I know last month, Morris Tribe blew it out of the water. I don't know the exact number. Some, maybe Jen can throw it in the chat. 300, 400 coaches, something out of control. 402 coaches. So we're making a huge impact. And all of those coaches come to coaching for a different reason. I know Bobby talked about the why. And it's okay if someone wants to help one person. Maybe they just want to help their mom get healthy. Or if someone wants to make a huge impact and help thousands. No matter who you are, you are getting the same exact training. Um, we like to set the course for our coaches on how to become a coach. So as mentors, we set the path and coaches always get to decide how fast or slow they wanna go. And I know Krista touched on this a little bit. However, the first week, we're going to set the path and the pace. Because when a coach comes on and they are excited, we wanna keep up with their energy and we wanna keep the momentum going for them. So we wanna do six training health assessments ASAP within that first week. Because if someone does a training health assessment in September and one in October and maybe one in December, 
they're not going to become very efficient with it and they're not going to be confident because so much time has went past. So we want to do those ASAP. And please know, training health assessments are no indication of how that person's coaching career is going to go. If you do six training health assessments and they're all not yet, it's okay. There's an abundance of people in this world who want to get healthy and we will together assist your new coach to find people to help because there are so many that need what we have to offer. And so you see health assessments are a lot like tying your shoes. The more a person practices, the more confident and efficient they're going to become, which will create a bigger impact for all. And I have the pleasure of introducing you to our next speaker who is an expert in all areas, but today she's going to teach us how to successfully launch on Facebook. So here is the one and only Danielle, the Salty Sea Dog Saseski. You killed the last name. Oh my gosh. Perfect. I wrote it out phonetically and I said, yeah, you can just call me Salty Sea Dog. Um, all right, let me see what kind of view we've got going on. You guys are just looking at me. Okay, hi. And I'm going to share my screen. I'm just going to leave that there. I don't really have. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, a um, couple of thoughts. Let's zoom out and remember where we're at currently. So we're talking about, you know, weeks ago, these four cornerstones of building a coaching practice, client acquisition, client support. Next, coach acquisition, coach support. And this is where you are. You are here, <laughs> which is how do we, train and launch coaches well. And what was done so masterfully by the Hards and Krista and Bobby and Chad and Lisa is this step-by-step -step process, starting with usually that meet and greet, although that is a little variable, meet and greet moving into, we do have this new coach document, which is an amazing resource, moving into these training health assessments. And then they're trained up. Now what? We want to launch them on Facebook. the Facebook launch. Are you ready? At first I was going to do this, like get ready, get set, go. And then as I was thinking about it, I was like, no, actually the best analogy is volleyball. And for those of you who work closely with me, you know that I love to use analogies that I know a little bit about, but not much about so that I can use the wrong terms at the wrong times and really confuse people. But I think this one is going to be fantastic. So we'll just, we'll just try it. I didn't run it by anyone first, so you're welcome. Okay, the Facebook launch is like volleyball. You ready? Number one, there's gonna be some sweating. Okay, what makes a good launch? The bump, the set, and the spike. You ready for this? You excited? Okay, number one, the bump. We're gonna prime Facebook, if possible. And there's this little italicized, I want this to be our battle cry. Imperfect action beats perfect inaction every time. 
That is your battle cry. Put it on a post-it note. If you are a new coach or if you're working with a new coach, because some of the things like you've seen, they're a little flexible. They're a little variable. And as much as we like systematic A plus B then C, sometimes it doesn't happen that way, especially when you're dealing with humans. So the bump of volleyball is we're going to get that ball in a good position for the next player to come in and make their move. And in that welcome to coaching document, there is another document that is called steps to successful Facebook launch. And it talks about some of the things that we can be doing. Oh, sorry. Some of my head is cut off. Some of the things that we can be doing before that launch post on Facebook for a new coach to help the launch have more impact. So I'm not going to go into total depth on what those are, but I'm going to refer you to that document, which is linked in the welcome to coaching document, which is in the system. We following ask your business coach if you need help locating those things. But a few of the things that we can be doing is some A to Z commenting, adding friends and posting some personal. So let's say you're a newish coach. Your friend is interested in starting coaching. Yes, let's do that together. Early on, bring people along for the, for the ride. And your new coach, Betty, is about to do her Facebook launch, except she's planning to do it on Monday because she really likes Mondays. Today's Saturday. You could guide your friend, your new coach, Betty, to do some of these things between now and Monday. A to Z, adding friends, doing some personal posts to just really prime things for that launch. Oh. All right, moving on. Step two, the set. This is actually the launch, okay? And you guys are gonna, I, I, I know, some of you are thinking, wait, shouldn't that be the spike? Oh no, and you'll see why. Okay, so the set is the actual launch. We want to do a few things, post this public. We wanna choose a day and a time that is more ideal than others when possible, but see right down there with the italicized little blurb, imperfect action beats perfect inaction every time. Don't slow momentum. If someone's getting ready to post at 11 p.m. Pacific time, <laughs> I'm, I may say something to that coach. Oh, hold on. Let's wait for tomorrow morning. It's really late in the day, but I'm not going to make someone take their post down because they've already put it up. Don't slow coaches. Let's keep the momentum going. Uh, be available to respond. So we want a coach to post when they can realistically uh, respond to comments and then keep the verbiage short and sweet for that launch post. Sometimes it's a heartfelt, really long post, but we know that it works best if we can keep it short and sweet. People are looking at the image. Most people only read three lines. So it's best if we can keep things short and sweet. And we wanna use a legal disclaimer. There's an amazing resource in the um, Bootcamp Facebook page that can talk about how to make a really good side-by-side -side and get a legal disclaimer. And we want it to read, before on the left, after on the right, have your head at, at similar distances from the screen. I'm not going to go into that because I think it was Melissa Shorg who just so masterfully does it better than anyone um, has that video in there. So that's our set. This is usually when people start sweating, right? 
we're actually going to hit post. And then this is the spike. This is the winning move. This is what we do after hitting post. If you're a brand new coach, what you're doing is super important. And if you're helping a new coach launch, what you're doing as the assisting coach is also super important. You're gonna babysit that post like it's yours, like it's your launch. And this is where we are making big moves. This is where we're making the game winning moves, responding to comments, every comment on that launch post. And if maybe not every time you respond, but every couple of times you're responding, you're bringing it back to how much you love this program, how grateful you are that you found a, a program to help with your relationship with food. You're feeling so amazing on this program. That is prompting more people to reach out with, oh, wait, it's a program. Huh, maybe I need to ask you about that. So responding to comments and most importantly, getting anyone who's interested, a pre-client, on the phone for a health assessment. The second someone is reaching out asking what program, I consider them a pre-client. I'm not going to send too much information over Messenger. And one of the most common mistakes that new coaches make, and we get it, right guys? I think we all did this. <laughs> we send too much information over Messenger, feeling like that's going to pull them in. I want them to stay interested. Oh my gosh, if I can just express how great this is and how simple this is and how great the brownie tastes. And all of a sudden we're messaging, 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 messaging after that launch post. And they never get on the phone because they've kind of talked themselves out of it as fast as they've talked themselves into it. So what's key is getting those interested pre-clients on the phone for a health assessment so that we can have customized information about the program for them. And this is something that if you are a new coach, we have scripts, we have example verbiage to use, and that's also in that welcome to coaching document that Krista went through. And if you're a coach assisting a new coach with the launch, oftentimes the new coach doesn't know where to find that. You can screenshot it from that document and send it to them. You can copy and paste those sample responses. You can even just ask, hey, Betty, do you know how to respond to your Aunt Joan's comment on that Facebook post that you just did? Let me help you with some wording. See how we're just going to assist any new coaches with learning the language of how to respond to comments. The other thing we can do is we are spiking the ball and scoring is thanking the likes. You can go back to everyone who has liked or loved or left one of those little emojis on the post and say something really genuine like, thanks so much for your love and support. I'm feeling amazing. And you can send that in Messenger. And then once that interaction with that post, that launch post starts to slow a little bit, you can make that launch post your profile picture. And now your profile picture is the side-by-side -side or the sugar shot or the ice melt challenge or whatever photo you're using for your launch and your mentorship will help you choose the best one. Now it's your profile picture. And you're leaving that little nugget, that little gold nugget, anytime you're commenting with uh, A to Z commenting or anything else that you're doing on social media. Okay. So we've got the bump, the set, and most importantly, what we do after hitting post, the spike. All right, hards. 
back to you. Wrap us up. Tell All us right. how to get into a business fat burn. Here we go. Absolutely. So I, I think I'm finally getting to see the bigger picture of what it takes to start a new coach. The vision? Uh, yeah, the, oh, the, the vision, vision of what it takes uh, of, you know, really leaning into your business coaches and letting them help you get your new sponsored people off to a great start. Uh, that's part of what I really love about our mentorship is every step of the way, there's somebody there that can see the vision and help guide you. Uh, they are experts and they've done it before. Like Lisa talked about, they know how to tie shoes really well at this point. And don't be afraid. Like some of you are probably like, oh my gosh, I'm a brand new coach. I don't know what to do. You don't have to do anything. We will help you as your mentors. Your FIBC is going to start those new coaches. So don't um, avoid offering coaching to people because you're a new coach yourself. That is totally fine. A lot of us had our first coaches right away um, and you just get to learn right along with them. Oh, I'm excited. I kind of want to show the flooring. Okay. All right. So here is an updated look at our flooring. Click share. Oh, can you guys see can that? You see? Here's what it looks like. This is our living room. Um, about a month ago, it was a dream. Um, we had a little plank. Um, <laughs> and then it finally turned into um the actual... I can't see it. Okay, I I'll, I'll change it. Yep. That's working on it. Okay. All Sorry. Right. I was panicking. No, you're good. Here we go. Can you see it now? Oh, it's beautiful. You can see it. No, she can see it. Everybody yeah. can see it? Yeah. Okay. Trust me. So, okay, I, I'm trusting. Um, I have to leave him with the vision because I am not a technology person. So um, what we're going to do, if you're this far into boot camp, um, you have a vision of what coaching could look like for you. And you're going to pass that vision on. Um, we went back and we were reading the chat and there were a lot of people who were saying like, you know, um, you're lending your vision as a seasoned coach to the new coaches. So if you're a new coach, we're going to lend you that vision. But here are some action steps for you. Um, the first one for week five is to offer a coach explorer to seven more people who you think could benefit. Um, you might get some yeses, you might get some not yet, you might get some ghosts like you have, but you don't know who you're going to impact when you offer that. And when they say yes, we now know how to get them off to That's a great right. launch. Or to ask your mentors for help. Yep. So step two, or the, the second action step is to review those action steps from the first four weeks. So what we know in coaching is that successful coaches are repetitive in their effective business actions. And the people who have come before us, who developed the system and the new coach document and all of that, they figured all that out for us. So all we have to do is exactly what we're told, <laughs> trust the vision. So go back and cycle through those effective actions again. Absolutely. And the last step for your homework for this week is to, if you have new coaches starting out or who've just started, write down what you need to have them do for their next step. So the training health assessments, getting those done, the meet and greets, the announcement posts, whatever it is that you're missing right now, go ahead and get that started today. Uh, I wrote down so many notes from today's session, so I will be busy checking those off and uh, checking my vision against what I wrote down. Too busy to maybe do some more home improvements? Uh, yeah, I think I'm done with that stuff for a while. Uh, let's, let's 
finish these projects first. Uh, flooring should be done on Tuesday, so y'all can come visit. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. You guys are rock stars. Hopefully you learned as much as we did. Um, take care, and we will see you next week on Boot Camp for the final session. Have a great day, guys. See ya.